get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Oh. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode 192 of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, what up? Uh, back after a week off. Well, Two. it's a week. Well, it was a week off technically, but technically we still record it, but it just wasn't our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all can, um, it's going to be like two hits at once, but um, we recorded last week on um, the Delvin Cox Experience podcast. Um, we recorded it last week, but he posted it today, which will be yesterday for y'all listening. So, um, for y'all, it's a two week hiatus for us, but, um, theoretically you can get two episodes. We were, we were both on it and it was a, man, it was a damn good episode. Damn good episode. Damn good episode. Yeah. Um, I was, I was proud of it, honestly, because like I went into it not knowing what to expect and not really knowing how it was going to go. I know Delvin has a a fairly strong following so I didn't want to go on there and like shit the bed but you know I have a lot of times where we're doing this and I'm kind of like losing my train of thought or I can't quite figure out the word I want to say and I just felt like I was on my A game that day like everything poured out smoothly but we yeah, were talking I, about I, shit that I'm passionate about I uh actually caught myself stuttering and not getting my certain points and shit like that so I was I was probably the exact opposite um <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty good, man. You know, I I went into it, you know, thinking I was about to, you know, have some all out uh yell fest with white people and shit. And um it definitely wasn't the case. So it was it was good. I don't give too much up, but you know, um it was let me see, so not counting Delvin, it was me, Mike, and then one other black person and then three white people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah. they were they were cool peeps though. It, it definitely uh, we if we if if you're familiar, we talked about uh, Delvin's uh, series on you know living in America and privilege and things of that nature. We kind of just talked about the previous episodes that he did and so forth, and so uh, that was that was pretty dope. So um, shout out to Delvin, that was a dope experience. Uh, we kind of said that we would probably all get together at some point in a few months or so, you know, because uh, we had a good conversation. You know, we meshed pretty well on there, and um, it was it was good. For us, it's like, you know, we have similar views on a lot of things, so, you know, we don't really have any issues, you know, with having different opinions and shit like that, which, I mean, if we did, it would still work out. But being able to talk to people that, you know, have different views, I think I think mostly, I forget, was, was Aaron? What's the guy, the first guy? Uh, was, I don't know why I'm going to call him Aaron. Uh, I don't remember, but uh, Aaron. So- Wait, that sounds right. I want to say it was Aaron. That sounds right. But it, I'm, I'm, I'm. Where they're from? Uh, he was from Texas. Well, but, him and but, uh, what was the other guy's name? They do a podcast together. The, the, they're the bearded, bearded, the bearded, bearded idiots. idiots. When he said it, I thought he said brilliant idiots, and I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> y'all, like you y'all know, there's another, po- you know but, there's uh, another podcast. But no, it's bearded but, like a beard. Bearded, bearded idiots. Uh, but. I'm saying first because the way they were on on my uh so we did a uh, Google Google Hangouts, Hangouts and yeah. so it was him 
And then uh, I'm losing the fucking track of names. Uh, uh, C, I think. Buddy with his wife. Yeah. And then it was the other black guy. Then it was, you know, so. I really um, hope they don't do a podcast about it and and remember our names. <laughs> and remember easily. our name. I'm terrible with <laughs> fucking name. And we're sitting here like it was. It uh, was uh, and then it was. Uh, and then it was. Uh, but I'm going to see know, if I can look at the tweet and see if they had their names in it. So it was that was that was pretty. It was pretty dope, though, man. Um, definitely, you guys, we we tweet the uh, the podcast link from uh, from Delvin. And uh, if you got get a chance, you know, it, it's about a good two hours. So it's probably about what our longest, our long podcast ended up being. So um, it's really interactive. So I would definitely uh, give it a try if you guys uh, get a chance. Yeah, it was a, it was a good, it was a good experience. Like <laughs> experience, this podcast called Delvin Cox Experience. Um, it was a good experience because, like, after we talked about um, Delvin's episode that he um, interviewed white folks about their experiences in America. We talked about that on here, um, which for all we know, that shit, that might've been the last podcast we recorded. It was either the last one or the one before that. And Delvin listened to it. He sent us some feedback, which, uh, we'll play shortly. But, um, you know, we picked up, like we kind of, you know, started chatting with him or whatever. And, you know, he invited us on for his round table discussion. He had a, he had an episode where he interviewed white folks. Then he had an episode where he interviewed Latinos then he had one where he interviewed uh, folks from other countries. Then he had one where he interviewed black folks, and then he had the roundtable discussion. To the black folks, did you? Yeah, yeah. I just felt like they were going to have similar opinions, so I didn't. You know, they, they, they pretty much did. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I didn't. I didn't really care to listen to that one too much. Just like, yeah, I kind of know what they're thinking for the most part. So <laughs> yeah. So then, and then, then we were on the roundtable discussion episode. So yeah, man, it was cool, man. Um, I was kind of anticipating having to not get into it with some white folks or something like that, but I thought that it would have possibly the people who were on the previous podcast. Man, I was really hoping that one guy was going to be on there. <laughs> oh, I was really hoping that motherfucker was on there. Cause he was like the slum of fucking slum white people. Died. <laughs> like I, it, like we talked about it before. I think on one, I, I don't know which podcast, but he was just one of those people that just, wanted the bare minimum out of life dude and it was like dude you're not even using the privilege you have responsibly the squandering like, his it, privilege yeah he was just it was, it's just he would he would he's a guy that i definitely wouldn't fuck with in real life <laughs> and i say fuck with like he couldn't be like i wouldn't he would never be invited to my house i'm, not, I'm wondering if they're gonna listen to that that episode they probably will but like delvin posted it this morning and it's got a fairly substantial amount of retweets. He has a pretty strong following, but no one's really, no one's replied to it. Like, Oh, I listened to it and given their opinion. So like, I'm, I'm wondering I just if, wonder if that guy's even happen. a guy that's on Twitter or something like that. That's just like, I'm so curious. How, I don't re- recall how Delvin kn- knew him, Mm-mm. but yeah, dude, my man was just, he was just, he was just on some low life shit, but I he was, shouldn't listen to it. Cause he kind of, he got dragged. Like oh, every totally person, good. every person was like, and, and you know, I, I really like him. You know, even when white people say he fucked up, you know, it's bad. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, it wasn't like it was just, you know, black folks looking at him like, man, he a sorry ass white guy. No, he's just a sorry <laughs> human, dude. And no one, no one was, uh, was, was saying different. So the devil's podcast opened with like, we introduced, everyone introduced themselves. And then when he got into the discussion, he goes, so, um, how did you guys feel about 
the the series or the that first episode, and the first person that spoke was the white dude, and he was like, "You got lied to." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, he came out the gates with the heat." Oh yeah, he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, "You got lied to." <laughs> and you know what's funny? I thought it was gonna go a different direction. I thought he was gonna go in the direction of you know people just being, um, uh, I guess more kind and shit you know but you know it actually he was dope as fuck though i i, yeah, I appreciate cool i appreciated his opinions and so forth uh yeah and, and him he, he could come to the uh cookout yeah and he had and and we didn't agree on everything like, no absolutely and they had not. they had opinions where you know they were like yo i didn't really like obama at all and you know out the gate just kind of like you know i didn't think he was that great or i thought he was going to be a really bad president or he's gonna be bad for this country and they talked about how their views have evolved um, we had a good conversation, a really good conversation piece about um, the gun laws and uh, potential changes to it because um, both the white guys on there were from Texas. And, you know, Texas loves their fucking, They're they love guns, fuck guns they stuff. love barbecue, <laughs> you know. And guns. And more guns and, and guns capital punishment. And guns. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we had a good conversation about, about gun laws. And then the dopest part, which y'all will unfortunately not get to hear, was after we wrapped recording, we had a fucking roast session we just, for like. We were just roasting <laughs> each other for like another half an hour. <laughs> yeah, we had a nice little roast session. So I don't know cool. if Delvin. I mean, he probably kept it because, I mean, he was still recording, but... Yeah, I don't know if he did, but that'd be a cool outtake to post, so... Yeah, that'd be kind of cool, too. So we had a good old-fashioned roast session, and a good roast session is always going to bring people together. So, so yeah, it was cool, man. So if y'all uh, if y'all get some time, listen, and you're like, hey, yo, I missed, uh, I missed the what up, though, last week, like, well, you can have two this week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Essentially. So, yeah, good episode. Great, well, no, great episode. It was a really good episode. So, um... Listen to that and, you know, send us any feedback you might have and send us any feedback you have about the fuckery we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, so before we get to that, um, I had some, uh, some cool shit happen over the weekend. Well, I guess it was okay shit. So, uh, <laughs> Like you overstated it. Yeah. It was some cool shit. Well, no, nah, it was just mediocre shit. Well, for me, I think it was it. really dope. You know, uh, but anyway, so Friday... Um, I go. I went down to Founders because they had to release a KBS and stuff. So, what and it, is Founders? Um, and Founders <laughs> is a brewery that's in Holland or that Grand Rapids. Right. I can't remember which one is actually. I think aren't they like right next to each other? Yeah, they're right next to each yeah. other. So, um, in that area, Grand yeah. Rapids, Grand Rapids, Holland area. So, I went down there. Far uh, from Detroit. Yeah, about two and a half. Yeah. Uh, so I went down there Friday and. If you're familiar, if you're not familiar with Detroit at all, uh, Founders Brewery is dab smack in the middle of what they used to call uh, Cass Corridor, which was one it's of the most. Call, isn't it still called Cass Corridor? They're starting to call it like some weird Midtown type shit, but oh. it's 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 Cass Corridor. Okay. Uh, um, but um, so twenty twenty five years ago, it was pretty much a poor. Uh, homeless, drug infested area and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy now that you know, however many years later, you got a brewery in the middle of of that area, and it's nothing but fucking white people down there. And it's not, and that area is not has not been like built up. Like, no, it's still. No, like a pretty raggedy ass area. Pretty, ra- yeah. I mean, <laughs> with, a, with I, a brewery, just like, like you got there. the brewery, then you got like this big ass fucking 
vacant ass fields next to it and shit like that. And, you know, so and 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 again, you know, and I don't have nothing strongly against white people, but if you know that area, you would know that there were not white people in that fucking area unless no. they were probably buying drugs or some crazy shit. So <laughs> I would probably still do in that area. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but it's probably they, they're probably cutting all that shit. Um, but dude, I was there for maybe an hour and a half and I was the only black fucking customer there. Man. And it was like. I think two other black people and they both worked there. <laughs> and so I stayed. I, so it was no empty seats in the inside at all. And it was probably because of the KBS release. And so I sat outside. Luckily the smoking area was free and it was kind of warm out or whatever. So I sat out there. I had a few beers and then I, um, I dipped cause I started drinking heavy and I was like, I don't want to be downtown drinking. So I'm gonna go back to the hood. Um, so I did that Friday. So that was cool. But it's just interesting to see that area and see just like, like no black people and shit. It's crazy. So it then, is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm saying it is. Like yeah. we had one of our cigar meetups there, and it was. Yeah, and I want to do another the I, same experience. I, I would like to do another one there um, if we get a chance, uh, or just not even a, a meet. Well, yeah, if we can. But I know you're not a big, huge beer drinker. Um, but it'll be dope to hopefully. Last year it rained a lot, so they kind of fucked it up for us. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday. I ended up going to my buddy's 40, 40th birthday party, and it was at the Folding Warehouse. Have you been to the Folding Warehouse yet? I've been there, but I didn't participate. Okay. So, the fo- I was just there drinking and being fuck shit. Yeah. Fo- that, that's pretty good, too. Folding is this combination of bowling and football. And for some weird reason, I kept calling it fouling for years. Like, this is stupid. It's not fouling. It has nothing to do. But I mean, foul is a word for chicken, so it's like it's not like you made that. No, it's not like I made the word up. But if you think of a combination of bowling and football, yeah, fouling doesn't it shouldn't be there. <laughs> just just me making up shit. Uh, so it's a combination of football and bowling, and you have two teams or however, and basically you just knocking down the bowling pins and shit from the other side by throwing a football by throwing a football. So first team that knocks them down win. It is. I don't know if it even looks easy, but it's definitely not as any any shape or form easy. I, I want to do it sometime. It's, I, it's, it's, I didn't do it that cool. day because it was like I was there with like my team from work, and like they were all playing. So I was like, let me just chill. And then I had to worry about too. Like I I went early with my team. Like we left work early to go, but I still had to like my wife still had to pick up my daughter from daycare, and uh, then like yeah. and then she picked me up from there. So I'm like, I can't have like a full experience here because in the back of my head I'm thinking like I gotta go soon yeah, but like yeah. I, I, I want to do it but I, part of me is not scared to do it but like apprehensive because um, I don't know what my football throwing game is like anymore like it back when I was in high school I'd have done that for sure I had mad confidence in my football throwing game Dude. now I'm like what would that look like now <laughs> I, I, I was the thing is I was throwing really good but I wasn't hitting shit so it didn't make a difference how good I was throwing like well, how are you throwing good but also not getting shit because I was throwing like nice spirals but then they would not oh, bounce like where it's supposed to bounce at and shit or hit I would or you would you know get a good spiral going but if it hits it bounce you know a football football just bounces anywhere you know mm-hmm. it does especially it's on hard ground so it's not like it's hitting grass where it kind of got some cushion. Shit's bouncing everywhere and shit, dog. And so one of the cool, I shouldn't say cool things, but one of the, a part of the rules is that 
when the opposite team is throwing to your area to hit their pins, mm-hmm. you can't block or anything. You just let it go or whatever. Yeah. But you have to block other game balls from hitting your pins. Oh, yeah. So if the person ne- if if the person the game next to you their ball hits the pins it counts against you and shit you can't oh, pick shit. up those pins so if a ball bounces from the other team hits your shit it well, it hits shit in front of you which is the opposite team's pins that you're just out of luck and shit so oh wow yeah so and they got some dope ass beers their bar is dope uh, they did have a good bar yeah the thing is when I went it was only and this is probably when they first opened it was only one bar now it's like three bars and what? shit. Okay. Yeah. Where? Like, so the one, when I went, there was, a, so maybe, you, did we go to a different place? Did you want to want to have tram it? No. Okay. I, I was, but well, what? No, maybe. So the original know. one is a ham tram I don't remember how, um, I don't remember what it was because I didn't drive. Okay, the original I, one is Hamtramck. I Ham-tramic. rode it with somebody else, so and I wasn't you really go paying in, attention to the route. Oh, okay, yeah. It's right in Hamtramck. You go in, you got this one bar to the front, and then that was the only bar that was there. It's a big-ass square. Then it's another bar, you know, halfway on the other side. Then it's a third small bar. And what's cool is that um, once you run your tab, you give them the card, you could get a beer from any other fucking bar. And it just looks up your name and shit like that. So that was kind of dope. Yeah, the one I went to, when you go in, there was seating area to the immediate left. Then the actual folding cages area no, next to that to the left. That was a different place then. Because oh, okay. as soon as you go in, it's folding right at the left. Like when you go in to the right, there's a, a registration table. Yeah. And then to the there left. There's a bar after that. Further down, but to the left. As soon as you go into the left, it's just folding fucking. Okay, pages so yeah, and shit. it must have been the same place because immediately to the left there was like tables and shit, oh. and then a little bit farther down was the folding area. No, nah, and then on the right was like you said where you like register at and stuff, and yeah. then slightly farther down on the right, opposite from the cages, was one bar, but it was like a long ass bar. Ah, oh, okay, no, nah, it's like as soon as you walk in that bitch. It's oh, okay, just, so yeah, we went but that's a dope though, man. If you ever get a chance, to actually. Um, to actually participate in shit, it was actually pretty. Yeah, dope. I want to do that. I'm gonna do that. I want to do that because I, I just I I I miss. I don't say playing football because it makes it sound like I was like a football player because <laughs> I wasn't. But um, when I was in middle school, we used to play a game where all the kids would stand in one big group, and one one kid would go far as shit away from the group and would throw the football to the group. For points. So, okay. like, you would say, like, this is a 100-point throw, and whoever caught it would get the 100 points. Mm-hmm. And this is a 500-point throw. I remember throw. that. I remember doing that. I don't remember the name of that game, but we used to play that shit all the time. Something like called 5,000 or some shit or some maybe. kind of num- num- Something like that. And, the, like, so, yeah, if you catch the 500-point ball, you got 500 points, whatever. And um, we played that all the time. And then we would play – like, I played a lot of touch football during – Middle school and not so much high school, but now, did you did y'all do touch football because y'all played in the street? Uh, did we play touch? Have I ever played? I don't think I've ever played touch football on the street. Well, um, so because but, but I mean, you talking about like like at your house, like in the street, just like play, with neighbors yeah, just and playing shit? out in the street. Oh no, I, I didn't have people in my neighborhood. I just when I was a kid in my house, I just played video games. I had a Nintendo like ASAP. I was playing, I was playing Goldeneye and shit. 
<laughs> um, when I played touch football, I played at school. Well, I just say that because when I used to or go on the aisle. I used to go with people's place that you know uh, they would play football in the street, and I'm like, y'all ain't got no fields. Well, I stayed in the project. We had fields and shit. Now so hooping in the street. We, yeah, hooping in the street. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like football. People be playing in the street. I'm like, y'all ain't got no fields around this bitch. Like we always had fields to play football in and shit. Yeah, I, I played, I played touch football on fields at middle school. In high school, I didn't, but I would get like if I was with my friends, like we would go like to the aisle and we would play, play touch football there. I was always really good, even though I'm not fast, I'm not athletic. <laughs> I was, I have really good hands, so I could catch a football really good. I had a decent arm. And not decent arm, like I could launch it, but decent with like accuracy. Mm-hmm. And for some strange reason, I don't know why this is, and I, I wonder if I could kind of like parlay this into something different. I have really, really, really good reflexes, like really good. Like I can like, like if something's falling, I can catch it like real fast, and like that helped me with. Um, not just catching a football, but I'm, like, really good at reacting to things. So if I caught a pass, like, the run afterward, nobody would ever be able to catch me, not because I was fast, but because I could make them miss. I was, like, re- just really good at reacting. So, like, um, that's what makes me feel like – like so my memories of playing football was always me being kind of decent at it. And then I think about like now, and I haven't done it since like middle school or early high school. I'm like, I don't want to go out there and be like ultra trash trying to throw a football at some stationary ass bowling. I mean, pins. I mean unless you, I'd have was... been dope at falling at at 12 years old. I mean, if you, <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, unless you were some motherfuckers who like some straight athletes and shit playing, you know, uh, fucking pickup games all the time and shit. Man, I was with motherfuckers who ain't fucking played sports in forever, so it was that it was a good mix. First off, it was a fortieth birthday party, and motherfuckers who got oh, kids yeah. and shit. So we all just a fucking, bunch of wash people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. What was so. our what was our uh, plan for having like the old nigga football league? That was it. That was what it, it was. That was old nigga football league. <laughs> old NFL. <laughs> That really, could, that really should just be oh, the old the old nigga uh, old nigga league should just be a team of us going to Foley and playing. Yeah, the old NFL. You ain't got to hit nobody. You just throwing some footballs at the game. I want to do an actual ONFL where we actually play though, like actually play like touch football. I'm sure it'd be disgraceful, but like that should be fun. It's, I'm it, down. Unless, but I would I would only want wash niggas to play. Like I wouldn't want no fucking guy who's like. Still in good athletic shape, who still plays sports, nah. and is gonna come in there mad competitive and <laughs> nah, launching Tom Brady ass throws and shit. I don't need nobody, no, uh, nobody like that. I need, I need motherfuckers who gonna need some aspirin later and shit. Yeah, you know yeah. I I, but I want to do that like kind of bad. Like I, 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 I that should be like that needs summer, to be a summer goal. Like that I really want to do, do that just, shit. You know. We just be, meet, meet up at Rouge and shit. And just, I be walk, uh, I be walking through Target and I go, fuck, I be walking past the sports section. I'm like. I want to buy a football. I want to buy a football. You should, dog. Do it. <laughs> yeah, we, can go, I, I we can go right across from Tony's and go to Stople and shit and fucking Yo, play hey, out there. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. Let, let Tony uh, go up in there on one of them uh, them little uh, the things where you be having like, your knee on like that little uh, wheel thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let, him, let him be one-legged out there. Yeah, so uh, like, shout- hey, you, you just snapped the football, Tony. Right. <laughs> yeah, so shot Tony. He got, I think he has one more week. In the boot, and he'd get his walking. Uh, he got one more week in his cast, and he'd get his walking boot. So he'd be 
he be uh so he's been in the house since like January. Damn. So I think uh he uh I say damn but part of me is envious. <laughs> not f- not for having a broken ankle but have an excuse to be in the house for two months. I feel like it's, <laughs> you know, I feel like and he would probably... Because he can still smoke. I we mean, we <laughs> have, yeah, he can still, because I done, I, done, I done stopped there a few times just uh, checking on him and shit. Uh, but I think it's one of those... <laughs> I swear you'd be over there, you'd be over there heavy because he'd be posted a cigar like, shout out to Otis. I'm like, man. Yeah, he's man. Getting, I was, he's yeah, getting, I was, uh, he's getting treated well getting sticks left yeah, and right. So I, you know, I was trying to, you know, I don't, I think he was just having a, uh, I think he's been having one of those you know, I'm stuck in the house. I think it's one of those grass, grass is greener things. You would probably love to be in the house for probably that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, I wish my ankle was broke. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so, a, shit, a broke ankle. I still have to take my ass to work. What am I talking about? <laughs> it depends which ankle. Man. I, have to, I have to have an amputated ass leg before I can get some time off work. Man, if I, if I broke my left foot, I'm definitely at work. Like I probably wouldn't even be home that long. Like long as I could actually drive and shit. But yeah, so I don't stop, you know, checking on him and shit. Uh, but I know he'd be happy to get out. So he, I know he'd be at the uh, our meetup on the thirty first. Um, so, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna say something else about folding or your weekend. Uh, I won't go say nothing about the no. The weekend was done. Um, so we didn't. So Thursday today we were posting Friday. Yesterday was uh three one three day. Yeah. Uh so I don't know what's the origin of three one three day other than uh not since I say the origin, uh I know the origin of it being that three one three is the Detroit area code, but uh who actually de- defined that being a Detroit day? I don't know. I don't recall <laughs> ever like an official kind of thing, but it's always kind of been something for me, like in the back of my head, like anytime that day comes, I'm like, oh yeah, three one three. But I've never like, as like an official kind of day. I don't know where that kind of came. I don't know where that really came from. But did you see the Detroit versus everybody dude got that Adidas gear? Yeah. So up? what is what is Tommy? What is his last name? Oh, I don't know his name. Fuck, I always see Tommy, but I can't remember. Anyway, he he has a deal. Well, Tommy, he's the guy who uh, owns Detroit versus everybody, and. He has inked a deal with Adidas, so he has some cool Adidas wear. They got some uh, uh, some top tens that are dope as hell that sold out. I see Matisse had some, mm. uh, and then it was funny because he was he told me he was selling another pair. It was like a seven and a half. I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck kid is that? <laughs> Who the fuck wears seven and a halves and shit? Oh, it gets hard to get uh, <laughs> actual man size shoes. Yeah, I'm like, what's up with the fucking twelve? Like, yeah, I got a nine. Like, fuck out of here with a nine. I haven't worn a nine since I was twelve. Like, fuck out of here. Yeah, so yes, that was kind of cool. I don't know what other uh, other shit that was popping off in the city, but I know a lot of shit was popping off in Easter Market area yesterday. I know. Well, Detroit oh, for, everybody. Oh, Detroit, yeah. uh, they got their shop is in um, yeah, uh, Eastern, Eastern Market. Market. Yeah, I wanted to swing by because I kind of wanted those shoes, but then like I saw the um, I heard the lines are crazy and that shit. See, yeah, fast. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find it out like after that. the fact. I didn't think it was gonna pop like well, that. I saw. I, I saw uh, Ali from uh, Starters. Oh, okay. uh, I guess they did something in, in conjunction with them. Um, and so I see. Did he you had see him on the news? The the Trevor's everybody guy. Yeah, I saw him on the news. Yeah, the um. So he had like a little setup 
And the shoes are the shoes are cool, but like he has some nice hoodies that I wanted to fuck. Yeah, with. Like, the hoodies was like one. I don't like top tens because they hurt my feet. But I so I went, I didn't really care about the shoes. But I really liked the hoodies that I saw he had. Yeah, he had one that said three one three, but it was like a digital clock. Yeah, and I, I, I wanted dope. that one. That but, was dope. Yeah, as I, fuck, I mean, yeah. I, I can't say wanted like it's off the table for me to get it, but I saw that I was like, oh, I'll fuck with that. Yeah, and I don't know. That's what about my day. You can't get. I would assume that's something you probably can't get. Only thing I heard was limited was the actual top tens. Yeah, I don't care about that. I don't. Yeah, and like I say, they hurt my feet, so I can't fuck. It's this weird part in the shoe that actually comes across the top of my foot, and every pair I've had when I was younger, it always used to like hurt my foot and shit. So I don't, I'm not. I've never had a pair, so I don't know. But I had like one or two pair and shit. So I'm. Uh, that's not a. a they, look, they look decent. They look like, cool as fuck. Like if I was like get black. them and I had some extra money to just put up somewhere and just have them. I would do it like if I had some kind of man cave or some shit. Yeah, I would hang them up or some shit. But I don't. I wouldn't buy some shit to not wear it. Like it, it was. They're like all black with like red Detroit versus everybody. Like on the on the heel part, and then it had like a three one three like on the right side. Well, on the outside of your foot because it would be the left side on your left foot. But like you had a three one three on there. Like they they look, they look straight. Like I would get it, but like I'm not that interested in it. I was more interested in the uh, the three one three hoodie that had, the, had like a digital clock. And I've never bought any Detroit versus anybody clothing at all. But Me I neither. would definitely get the three one three that digital one you were talking about. That was that was pretty dope. My wife got me a Shady versus Everybody T-shirt, which I still have. Oh, that's dope. But um, yeah, I don't have any Detroit versus Everybody just because like part of my I don't say problem with them, but like I feel like the prices for their shit is really high, but the quality of it is not so great. Like, cause I got my wife a Detroit versus everybody hoodie. And after like, like one or two washes, the letter started to peel. And I'm like, that hoodie costs like $60. Like, yeah. like, like that shit better be fucking Teflon, bro. Like that shit better be indestructible. I, I, a part of me didn't want a lot of their stuff because so many people had it at the time when it was, you know, at the time of this inception and stuff. And so I just didn't, I really didn't want to fuck with it. Cause like, like my out of town gears used to be always, I wanted something Detroit, which ended up being just a tiger's hat. <laughs> and then more lately in the last couple of years, it's been pistons hats and shit. Woo woo. But, uh, I don't, I don't, I felt like I didn't have to have that. I just, you know, it was just, I don't know. It's kind of corny, dude. Yeah. I like the Detroit Hustles harder stuff better. I think I like them. I like their stuff stuff a lot, a lot better. I, although I bought one shirt for them and it, and it wasn't the traditional Detroit Hustle harder. It was like this, this weird symbol or some shit. Yeah. I got a Detroit Hustles harder hoodie that I, I wear faithfully like I, I and it's great it's a great fucking hoodie i wish they had i like zip hoodies better than i like pullover ones and it's a pullover one but um if i could get a detroit hustles harder zip hoodie that'd be great and they they might have that but um i'm pretty sure they do yeah i'm on their mail cool. list ever since i ordered something and so i always see this shit um but yeah, yeah i, I kind of favor theirs a little more but it's kind of dope man to see a guy you know blow to the point where you're getting you know a dealer adidas on your shit and stuff so that's yeah, pretty I, uh, cool let me see what a, i don't i don't think i did anything too special last weekend i mean i spent a lot of time working but and hey, move your mic closer closer to me yeah oh okay um i spent a lot of time um working over the weekend but um i can't i, I know i watched like a, a ufc on uh a, a ufc thing on saturday night um but I can't remember. 
I can't remember if I did anything Friday. I don't think so. And I spent Sunday working. So um, I had a fairly uneventful weekend. There was a UFC pay-per-view the week prior to that that I got like was that sloppy drunk. Yeah. Oh, I got sloppy. sloppy drunk. Did you have company over for that? Yes. And I got sloppy drunk. Like, because <laughs> you remember that was my first time drinking in five mu- five weeks. Oh, that's right. So like I, I got embarrassingly drunk. And I've never, ever been embarrassed by how drunk I got. But, like, I don't remember that night at all. Did you have a lot of people over? No, I had uh, my brother-in-law and his girl. And was Daryl there? I think my boy Daryl came through. And that might have been about it. Like, it wasn't a lot of people, but, like. Man, I was sloppy drunk, and I don't. I and I only know that from the fact that I don't remember anything. And I was like, "Did the wife tell you?" All, yes. All, no. I, she I, told me that I was sloppy drunk. She's like, "This is why you shouldn't drink." Because like, because she was like, and and that was a text message. Like, like I woke up in the morning and saw a text message that said, "This is why you shouldn't drink." Where was she? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm saying the next morning you woke up, was she still in the house? Uh, <laughs> no, when I woke up, she was already downstairs, like, making breakfast or something like that. <laughs> and I woke up and saw that text message. Oh, God. That's uh, I was dude. so, I don't know why I felt so bad about it, but it was like, I just remember... I mean, when you get a text from your wife who actually lives with you and is in your house still. Yeah. And she's downstairs and you get a text when you wake up. <laughs> yeah, I just saw I just saw the text. I don't know when it was sent. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know. Like, And I haven't even asked her about it because I was so embarrassed. Like, that is, I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to do that. Like, so now I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm drinking kind of like on occasion. And I'm limiting, um, limiting what I drink. <laughs> yeah, man. It was bad, dude. Like... Here, actually, example. So, for one, I don't remember the pay per view at all, up to a certain point. That was John Jones. Yes, that was that was your boy too. Yes, I was undoubtedly asleep before his fight even started. Get the because fuck out I, of here! I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember most of the night. Um, I woke up in the morning. I saw the text message that was like, this is why you shouldn't drink. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, and I realized I didn't remember anything. So I was almost like, do you want to ask what did I do? No, I didn't ask because I was like, I, you I want was, to, but you can't. Yeah, I was like, I don't even want to. I, I went down, I apologized. I was like, I'm not going to do that again. And I don't even know what that again is. Whatever like, it is, you just whatever, whatever happened, I, I'm like, it's not going to happen no more. Because I'm like, I don't know. Wh- <laughs> I don't know why I was so embarrassed because like, I don't like I've had plenty of times where I've drank so much and I woke up the next day and don't remember. But for some reason, I felt like I know I, I don't know. I felt like I really was like I disgraced myself somehow. And I don't know how. Did you but ever like, talk to your boy? The accent? Was nope. He? I didn't ask nobody. I didn't talk about it. I, yeah. I, I just say, like, I, I'm not going to do that no more because I don't remember what the fuck happened. I didn't even say that. I just said, I'm not going to do it no more. And I when I was going downstairs my knee was like hurting and I'm like, did I fall at some point? So I get downstairs and I'm like, like kind of like out of it. Like, I don't know what happened and I'm chilling. And then I'm sitting down and like, I put like my arm on like an armrest or something and my elbow hurt so bad. 
And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, did I? F-? I'm like, well, obviously I fell at some point, but I'm like, did I fall in front of people? Did I fall going up the stairs? Did I fall in my bedroom? Do people know I fell? When did I fall? Bruh. I don't know. Listen, li- dog, listen. My <laughs> elbow still hurts right now. And not like it's been it's been at least two weeks. My elbow, like, I mean, I mean it still hurts to the point where I might have to go get it looked at. It's not was swollen. Like the second, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, yes, March second. Same because I was supposed to do the cigar outing that mm-hmm. day, but didn't. Okay, yeah, it I was March second. Do that, that and day. I don't like. Do that, it's not swollen. It doesn't look weird. But I still like if I put it on this the edge of this chair. It's it. I I, I, I touch it lightly and it hurts. What and like fuck? it's and it hurts bad, and it it feels like like a bone <laughs> bruise kind of. And it Dude. it's been two weeks and it won't go away. Three weeks coming Saturday. And it still hurts. Like, and I did something today where, like, I leaned on something and the pain was so sharp. I'm like, this shit still hurts after three weeks? Like, what did I do? Bruh. And I'm like, I, I, I feel like I should get it looked at. But I'm like, it's like it looks fine. It's not swollen. It's, there's nothing to see. But it still hurts like hell. And I'm like, man, how bad did I fall? Like, what happened? And so I was so just like. So you don't like sliding treatment all day? Or? Uh. I think so. Like mostly, yeah. And I, I was just like, it was kind of like just like I'm not even gonna talk about it because there's no point in talking about it because I'm not gonna do it no more. Mm. So if I feel like is this gonna sound weird, but it 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 works for me. If I feel like like winding down and relaxing and feeling inebriated, I'm just gonna get high. Because when I get high, when I get high, nothing's. Nothing goes wrong. I remember everything, unlike when I drink. I remember everything. No matter how high I get, I remember everything. The only symptom from getting high as hell is being sleepy. So I'm like, okay, I fall asleep. That's it. And I remember everything and everything's smooth, but I can still feel, you know, I can still feel good. And I'm like, I'm, I, I watch like comedies and shit. I be cracking jokes and it should be fun. So I'm like, so now if, when I drink, like in the times that I've drank, since March 2nd, which has probably been like two or three times, which for most people might be like, oh, man, you drank two or three times in three weeks. But for me, that's not a lot. I don't drink like drink, drink, like drink to get drunk. It'll be like a like a drink. Like I'll have like a cup of something. And then like um, the worst I might do is like maybe like have a pint of something. And that's it. Cause I'm like, man, I'm not getting like that again, dog. Cause I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with my elbow, and I don't know what the fuck happened that night. So the next day, um, I still had a lot of work to do for work. So I, you know, I, I was like, I'm gonna log on for work for like pretty much all day because I had a lot of shit to do. And my wife went to visit her mom in uh, Canada, and I was sitting there in the house by myself, and I'm like, can't remember nothing that happened the night before. And I was like, man, like, when did I, like, what's the last thing I remember? And I'm trying to, like, because that, that pay-per-view had two two main event, no, well, two title fights. So it had a main event and a co-main event, two title fights. And it had, and the third, the third main fight was the uh, UFC debut for a really highly touted popular dude. And I was like, do I remember any of these fights? And sometimes, like, if you if I get like really drunk, right, I might be watching something and 
the next day, I'll think like, do I remember this? I don't really remember watching so-and-so. And then I'll watch it, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah. So it's like it triggers the memory. So I was like, let me see um, how much of, you know, let me run the pay-per-view back and see if I, you know, what I remember. I remember none of that shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I am fully convinced that I fell asleep before anything happened. Like, so I watched all three of those main event fights and didn't remember shit from any of them. Wow. And the two main event fights went the full distance. Like, they, like main event fight, like, main, like, UFC fights are three five-minute rounds. A main event fight or a title fight is five five-minute rounds. Each of the main events went the full five rounds. And I didn't remember shit. I was like, I definitely, I watched it. I was like, I definitely didn't watch this. Cause I like, cause if you were drunk and you watched it, you might not remember it when you wake up. But then when you watch it, you're like, oh yeah, I remember this now. I watched it. I was like, I did not see this. So I woke up that morning. Like, I don't know if John Jones is still champion. I don't know. Like, like maybe he lost last night. So I purposely did not read social media, nothing like that. Cause I was like, I don't remember what happened. And I was like, maybe I'll watch it and remember. And I started at the, the third from last fight, the, the debut for the, the popular dude. And I'm like, I don't remember this. So the chances of me remembering the two main event fights are slim. And sure enough, I didn't remember nothing. I was like, man, this is nuts. I, was like, I can't let that happen no more. That's wild to say. I will say, man, I, I, I think I've had drinks most of the most, most nights this, this week. It's just been crazy at work. But – Whenever I do get high, though, it's usually it puts me in such a relaxed-ass mode. Like, usually, I usually get high, and then I end up just laying down because mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't want to do no, – I don't want to be functional. I don't want to have to watch TV to actually remember shit. Usually, I get high, and I go in my room, and I cut off the light, and I, like, play on my phone until I stop wanting to do that, and then – it just and then I sleep so fucking good. Yeah, man. Man, I like, sleep so fucking good. That dude. shit is so much better than drinking dog. Dog, <laughs> it is, dude. Like it's, the the absolute worst that can happen from getting too high is that the next morning you wake up and you still, and you're high. still high. But <laughs> there's no hangover effect right, from that. There's shit. no hangover. So it's no, like that shit is, I, and I, I just, still remember everything. That shit should not be fucking illegal, dude. Like mm-hmm. it's just crazy, man. I like except the one time I got I was high the next day, and I was at the funeral high as hell I went to. <laughs> Other than that, man, I was still, like, and, and it, it wasn't like I was impaired because I wasn't. Because I drove and I was fine, but when I got there, I was like, dog, I still feel it. But mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling like, because I make, a, I make it a point that I've never really, I've never gotten, since I started back, like, really getting high. I don't get high nowhere else but at home. Me neither. So, I, I'm not. I, I'm not. It's not like I'm not out driving and all that bullshit. And the one time I did when I was out, I was in an Uber. Yeah, so I'm never driving and none of that shit. I'm always at home and it's so fucking relaxing, dude. Yeah, and I'm like, man, why would I give up this totally relaxing? So I'm really trying to figure out how can I, how can I bring like edibles on a flight without getting fucked with. But I just have to pack it in my 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 check in luggage. Are you trying to bring it to use it while you're gone, or bring it to use on the plane so no, that the plane rides better? Okay, yeah, I don't. Well, pack it in your 
I'm just carry not, on. I'm not the carry on the my, check luggage. My check luggage, I should be fine then. That's what I Especially think if it's do. edibles. Like, ain't no, I mean, yeah, it's just like worst case scenario, if it they comes in a package it? that makes it edible, take it out of that package and put it in a regular package. And yeah. there's no way to distinguish it from a regular gummy bear or Man. rice crispy or. Man, that would I can, be my I can guess. Just imagine myself just being high, just being on a boat. It's gonna be fucking awesome if I do it. Um, but if I got if I had a carry on, I wouldn't do it. Uh, nah, that, nah. I only get scrutinized for that. But, nah. But yeah, man. So yeah, so uh, we we won't miss any time recording. I just thought about it before we started recording um, because uh, I go on vacation next Friday, and so we're doing a cruise to. Uh, uh, Nassau, uh, some part of Florida. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's up? Uh, no, I'm laughing because you said Nassau and like Nassau. That what you said isn't funny, but it reminds me of oh, you some got, shit you, from The Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> uh, Homer. Homer was calling Nassau like, "Is this Nassau?" Like, so anytime somebody says Nassau, I think of Homer saying Nassau when he I know that's your shit, Nassau. Yeah, right. Uh, I'll do my lighter. Uh, so Nassau, Key West, and then uh, Cuba, and so it'd be pretty dope. But I started thinking about like, man, I really, we really don't have to miss any time because we record, we record Wednesday next week, and then I don't leave a Friday, and then I actually get back Thursday so we can record Thursday. So actually, we'll be good, man. Hopefully, we get you know uh, all these weeks in and um, until uh, little uh, Mike or Michelle comes, and then uh, <laughs> Michelle. You know, Michelle, so that's not gonna be her name. But it is a girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, did we? Did I we never talk about that? this private previously. Not <laughs> uh-huh. private. But I guess previous. not. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Okay. It is a girl. Yeah. Okay. No, How we, he gets to eight months in? <laughs> eight months into the pregnancy, you don't know the gender. <laughs> no, but I, I I can remember if you. I'm mixing you up with uh, someone else because they they they're not finding out. This is uh. Did you know? I don't know. Did you know that uh my um. My wife's uh, cousin Brian, they're expecting. No, I didn't. Yeah, they're not My Facebook find- friends with him. Yeah, yeah, but they're not. Uh, they're not finding out to the baby uh, born. Okay, so that's what I think I would mix. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but I like planning for for a gender. Like, if you gender, if, if you what? wait, <laughs> if you wait until then, you can't come up with a name. You can't get like gender specific anything. Like right now, I can get girl clothes. Girl what are girl clothes? Pink <laughs> clothes. Yeah, I don't care. It's not. I don't care. No, I'm fucking with you. Y'all, no, y'all uh, social justice warriors I can think, chill out. I, I, think, I think it'll be. I think it's interesting. I don't. You know, well, we decided we're not doing kids, so whatever. We don't have to have those problems. Uh, but I just wonder for for a person like uh, him and his wife and stuff. That's like a uh, a rush to buy shit. Because yeah. if you and if, if if you if you're into buying color coded stuff, if you know you don't find out to the day of and shit, then it's like you know. But then I just think about names. That's my thing. You really have to focus on two names until the day of, and then say, okay, we decided this male male name. We found it this girl name, and then you know. But, yeah, I don't, that doesn't interest me. Like I like knowing. What the gender is, so I can I think prepare we, for if, this person. If it was to happen, that we would we would have done that. I think we would have figured that out and figured out what it was as soon as we knew, and then you know. But yeah, I don't think we had that conversation. So yeah, cool, girl. Yeah, so I'm gonna. Um, my wife is due April 11th. I'm. She feels like baby's probably gonna come early. Um, I don't. 
<laughs> Bless me. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but at this point, at um, March 14th, I'm kind of like now I'm in, in mental preparation mode because I feel like at any day it could happen. So, and mental preparation mode for me is not prepping for a baby because this will be my third one. I don't really feel like I need to really quote unquote prepare mental preparation for me is um, how this will affect work. So I'm thinking like, okay, um, I'm like, I'm like thinking ahead of like commitments that I have at work that I might not be able to follow through on because I might be off work. Right. So, you know, stuff like that. And then like um, the biggest, um, the, the, the biggest event for me, the two biggest events for me that I would say are fairly high ranked in overall life events period take place during a potential baby time. So my head is like, if the baby's born on April 11th, how will this impact the Game of Thrones premiere and Avengers Endgame? <laughs> like, that's, all, that's all I'm concerned with. So Avengers Endgame is on the 25th. 26th. Why do my wife has... My, no, I'm, I'm looking through my calendar. My wife has put Avengers on the 25th on Thursday. Because so, I mean, because the, the official, uh, movie, official movie release, release dates are always on Friday. But at, the, at this point now, for any... Major release, they have Thursday shows that start at like say six o'clock, so six or seven o'clock. Oh, so okay. yeah. I'm s- absolutely certain that Friday the 26th is the release date. But there, once you can buy advanced tickets, which I don't know why they're still not available, but once you can buy it, well, maybe they'll put them out a month in advance. You, you'll probably be able to buy Thursday the 25th tickets at like seven o'clock, which is exactly what the fuck I'm gonna do. So my my plan is to uh either tonight or tomorrow morning to put in for April 15th, the Monday after the Game of Thrones premiere off work, and then April 24th, 25th and 26th off for Avengers. And last year when Infinity War came out, I did the same thing. I, I took the Wednesday, Thursday and Friday off. But that was because I had a marathon planned. Um, I don't necessarily plan on doing a marathon. I may or may not because it loses its allure from the fact that I did the exact same thing last year. So the only difference is like, okay, I can add the second Ant-Man movie and Captain Marvel to my... I can't even really add Captain Marvel. I doubt I'll have a watchable version of Captain Marvel by April 24th or whatever. But um, planning something like that. But... For me, my thought is I'm going to go see it on the 25th at the first available opportunity. So I know I want the 25th off. Um, the 24th, I'm probably going to have some sort of preparation, like watching a lot of the movies beforehand. And then if I'm going to take the 24th and the 25th off, why would I go to work on Friday just to have <laughs> just to go back to the weekend? I might as well take Friday too. So, And then I'm also thinking that if the baby's born, which – she should be by that point. I don't even have to use my actual time off. I can use my paternity time. Right. So right. Uh, my plan dope, is to man. put the time in and I'm, say I'm basically I'm not going to be here these days. And then when the baby's born, I'll cancel the my 
my PTO time and replace it with paternity time. How long, so how long are you taking off for paternity? Um, I don't know. It's going to be up to my wife. <laughs> uh, my, I get three weeks. My plan is to, my, my immediate plan is to take the first week, period. So whenever that happens, I'm going to take the first week, period, no matter what. The other two weeks are either going to be, if my wife wants me to take all three in a row, that's what I'll do. Um, if she is indifferent, then I'm going to use the remaining two weeks sporadically. So like as needed or for whatever suits me. So like, let's just say April 11th is the day that the baby's actually born. Um, I'll have what, what day of the week would be, will be the 11th, maybe like a Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday. So I would take the, the Friday. Well, obviously the Thursday, the Thursday and Friday and the entire following week. If and then I kind of like just play it by ear at that point. Like if she wants me to take the rest of the time right then, then I will. If not, I'm going to spread the remaining days out over um, various Mondays following Game of Thrones episodes and the 24th, 25th, and 26th for Avengers. So I'm already so typically I was thinking like eh, I would just the, the time that you're not going to be here, however long that is, short or long. We're just going to not record, but I think I'm actually going to probably record and do like guests. And so I'm already planning. I can't rule out that I, I'll i still record. Like, it's not like I'm not, I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying in the event that you don't, you know, which is understood. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, you got a new baby and shit. So um, but if it's at least if it's a, if it's one, if it's at least one week, I'm already uh, uh, planning to re- um, to name that episode uh, paternity leave. <laughs> part one <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's so, dope it's kind of dope too that man we'll see you, it depends on how it plays out i mean you know uh, for all i know the baby might be born on april 1st or 2nd or maybe even late march and everything will change but um at the end of the day i have a shit ton of pto time and then when the baby's born i have three weeks of paternity so time off will not be a concern for me so it, it's it's it, i'm 100 percent gonna be off on april 15th i'm not going to work the day after the game of thrones premiere not happening i'm not even i'm, I'm not going to work the day after the game of thrones I'm finale. Figured, well i'm not even so much of time off just like hey just time dealing with you know a two-year-old and a, and, and a newborn and shit mm-hmm. like you know uh that i could see that being taxing especially yeah, i on might her. be underestimating how taxing that I, might I, be i think you are <laughs> <laughs> i think you really are I, I could just I could just see if your wife decided to listen to this, listen to this episode like the sir did you, you understand <laughs> you think you're leaving this house like where are you going <laughs> what you got to drink I want to I want to have a uh, something um, like you got a full bar over there like what the man, fuck man I got a bunch of half ass empty shit uh, you want vodka I got some Havana Club left I'll take whatever you feel like you can spare based on what's over there well it's not a lot in there you might just laugh at that one but I do have a, about a half a fifth of uh, Tito's I'll take that but is there anything I can mix it with um, I don't really want to drink straight vodka well uh, no actually no I don't have any really mixers is that lemon juice yeah oh, you I'll take that lemon juice and vodka <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, okay Um, but yeah so that's my plan we'll see how it plays out Oh. <laughs>
have long ass monkey ass Michelle Obama arms. <laughs> I felt like I was gonna knock over the mic and the computer and shit trying to reach it. I got uh, like Inspector Gadget go 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 gadget arms. Like I swear to God, my I, I, feel I, like can, your arm, I can at will. Extend I feel like your arm, arm like extended. So I was like, oh, cool. yes, it, it ha- I feel like that's what happens. <laughs> like I have a predefined wingspan, and then if I need to reach a little farther, I can. I don't know. Somehow extend my arms another, another few inches. I don't. I don't know, but so it happens. We've uh, we've been about almost an hour. God damn, we ain't talked about nothing. Just <laughs> catching up and shit. Um, so we have a, uh, a few uh, emails, uh, voice recordings. Are they emails or voice recordings? Um, I think they're all voice recordings. Okay, so let's get those popping. We got um. Baylor, we got Delvin, and two from Jeff uh, Edmondson. So let's start with Delvin, and then we'll uh, keep it moving. Keep it moving with the other ones uh, accordingly. So Delvin's is um, a little weird. Hold on, what's happening here? What do you mean? It's on like a Google Drive. You may have to download it. Yeah, and I'm, now it's like folders. I don't know where it is. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I should have maybe prepared for this beforehand, but I expect it to be a. Re- I didn't open the email. I expect it to be a, a file that I can play. All these folders are empty. Oh wait, no, this one's not. Oh no, that's not it. Uh, shit, where's this shit at? <laughs> what are you looking in? How did I, you send it? Like I clicked the link. That, so the email has a link, to a wave file, and then I click the link and it opens Google Drive. It says ask the owner for access or switch to an account with permission. And then I hit request access. So maybe he has to approve the access before I can see the file. Because I don't see that file anywhere. All right. I'm a, I'm a DM him while you're uh, you can go to the other ones. I'm a DM him to ask him. To, Is this get my a, folder? Did he get a request? Now I'm not sure. Is this his or mine? Like, what is this? Uh... <laughs> Cause I'm like I'm like look at these folder names and shit. I'm like, is this my shit? This is my shit. So I click the link. It opens my Google Drive. Yeah. Oh shit. Yo, it has. This is not worth anybody having, but like, it has. So my Google Drive has the video of me proposing to my wife. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> the but it the video is is not good because I proposed to her at um in Santa Monica, California, on the beach. And the wind was blowing, so you can't hear anything. Uh, So it's not like if if basically nobody other than me and her knows what I said because you can't hear anything. (laughs) So, yeah, he must have to approve for me to be able to listen to it, I guess. Well, I just DM'd him, so we'll see if if he's around to be able to uh, catch it. All right, well, I play... uh, We'll go to... I play Baylor's while we see if that happens. So I'm at the part of the episode, uh, y'all last show, where y'all was talking about MJ and and uh, Prince fans and how they differ from each other. And if you're a huge fanatic of one, then you probably don't like the other. That is, I would say, majority of the time, that's true. I only know one person that probably probably equally likes both of them uh, is my homegirl Brittany, and she probably likes them 
probably 50 50 if not 60 40 and she might go she might go the mj route maybe i don't know but she definitely a diehard prince fan and a diehard mj but majority of the time i had a whole episode on this mj versus uh prince and i, I there's nothing about prince like i respect prince his legacy uh, his catalog or whatever and what he's done for music in general but I'm not I don't I don't think I have a Prince song in my library I don't think I've ever Did had this a thing Prince say song library? in my library and I don't give a shit okay um, and I think it's more so like 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 with my Lakers I don't think people actually some people don't actually like hate the Lakers they hate the fans I hate the Lakers. so I don't like Prince fans uh, fuck all y'all Prince fans out there. I'm more so MJ, MJ and Stevie Wonder. Those are my top top three. Is probably MJ, Stevie Wonder, and Joe, or whatever. Uh, never was a huge R. Kelly fan at all. So uh, deleting the two songs that I did have, that shit was easy. But no, you like Mike is totally right. Like it's, uh, it's always either you with Prince. Or you're with uh, the MJ, and yeah, I mean, I, I I would never say fuck Prince. Prince is cool or whatever. Well, fuck his his fans. They could eat a pile of shit upside down. <laughs> Other than that, uh, yeah, dope show. Hey man, y'all y'all been hearing about this Momo shit, uh, especially for uh, Mike, man. I know, I know, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure how everybody do they whole parenting thing but i know we let my daughter bailey um from time to time she'll take our phone and then she'll hop right on youtube and watch the baby shark shit and all that other bullshit uh but this new momo challenge shit man i <clears throat> i i just learned about it about a week ago and that shit is like outrageous that's in my top five of ridiculous dangerous shit that this world is is dealing with on top of, I mean, not on top of, but included with like pedophilia, uh, mass shootings, racism, um, all all kind of like that shit bothers and drunk drivers, drunk drivers, uh, pedophiles, and um, all that other shit that I just said. On top of this Momo shit, this, this shit is actually legit telling kids to either kill their friends and family members, don't tell anybody or they kill them, to go turn on the pilot when everybody is asleep, to go take pills. This shit is crazy. So uh, let me know if y'all, I mean, by this time, y'all probably will hear of it and see it all on social media because a lot of people are just now, like, reposting it and retweeting and things like that. Although I've heard that other people have been knowing about this for a couple of months, but I'm like, why haven't people brought light to this? This is some retarded shit. Um, that's it, man. Y'all have a good one. All right, so... That's Baylor's uh, feedback. Um, if y'all heard uh, a, like a, a a fucked up kind of mistake in in his in his feedback, it's because our our laptop had some issues, so we tried to like get it rebooted and, and try to make that shit as seamless as possible. But um, in the interest of convenience and uh, laziness. <laughs> it's gonna sound sloppy at some point there, but as far as I can tell, it it 
played off as about as seamlessly as we could do it yeah. without editing. You, you may so. you may hear uh, a slight overlap of of story, but it's ever so slight. So yeah, and, and granted, if I really really wanted to, and we were trying to like like we had like mad listeners and like loot coming in from advertisers, I could fix it, but but. I don't even remotely like, care enough about fixing that shit. It's like a quarter to 12. Niggas got job in the morning. We yeah. want to just get this going. We, hey, we just happy we fixed it. Shout out to Audacity yeah. to reco- for recovering. Yeah, shout out to Audacity coming through. Man. Audacity has been one of the best programs I've ever had that was a free program. Right. Um, but yeah, that shit worked out. So we're good. We're back. And um, Record your podcast on Audacity. Can y'all hear our airplanes out here? Like, yeah, let us know. We're back with the airplanes as a special guest. But um, we're yeah. Just, I'm just happy that airplanes are not falling out the sky. Cause, uh, <laughs> Yo, that fucking Boeing fucking airplane. Did you hear about that? Yes, dog. Man, that shit is scary. And the, and the thing is crazy about hey, that. Hey, I, I fly out next week. Shit's right. scary as fuck. And the thing that's crazy about that is that technically... Airplane travel is probably the safest travel that you can do, but the problem with airplane travel so is that motherfuckers that die. Yeah, like and like forty people gone like that. Is that if, if it's so it's like the probability of you being on a plane that crashes is way less than you getting in a car accident. But but still, but if an airplane crashes, you are fucked. If you if you get in a car accident, you you. Will likely be straight. Yeah, and fatalities is just and these motherfucking planes. This is like the, or the Boeing Max something. These bitches are straight doing nose dives, <laughs> man, bro. That, that plane crashed six minutes after it it fucking uh, took off. Six minutes is a long time to get in the air. You're in the air high, and. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. Just, yeah, this is not cool. Yeah, anyways, but I uh, do. I I try to keep in mind the fact that. Airplane crashes are like if you hear about an airplane crash and say you hear about, let's say, three airplane crashes in the span of three months, you're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this mad airplanes crashing. But if you really think about it, three airplane crashes is probably like less than 1% of the total airplanes that have have traveled during the course of that time. I mean, think about all So the, it sounds like, bad. But think of all of the planes that's done flew between that time, which is what, like a week ago? Say, for instance. And now. Right. No crashes. So many. So, but it's still scary. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Believe <laughs> and me. here's why. Because when you're in an airplane, two reasons. One, you high as fuck in the air, so if something goes wrong, you're fucked. And then two, you have no say. Like and this because I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. <laughs> if you're in an airplane, you're high as fuck. So if something goes wrong, you're 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 likely done, and you don't have any control over the airplane. Whereas if you're driving and something pop off, you can react. So like you have a better chance of survival because maybe you can be I like, okay, I'm to, gonna dodge this. So I'm yeah. gonna do this. Like you can react to it and you have some sort of say over it. Especially if you're like me. And I'm somebody who is like, I feel like a lot of drivers focus on what's going on directly in front of them and they just drive. Whereas me, when I'm driving, I spend very little time on what's going on in front of me 
and more time on what's going on to the left, the right, and behind because I'm taking into account what kind of fuck shit other people might be doing. So I'm so confident in driving because I'm taking other people's shit into account. But when you in an airplane, you just sitting there. But you don't think, know what's going I on. I think you have to... Like, you don't know shit. Like, I get your, I, and I, I get your like, analogy, but I feel like you have to take yourself out of that and be the passenger. And you're more of a what it is on an airplane. You know what I'm saying? You're a passenger in an airplane. You can't do shit. Yeah. You first, you got to take yourself as like a backseat passenger that sees the accident coming, can't do shit about it, and it just fucking happens and shit. Yeah, it's like if you passenger in a car and some shit pop off, at least you, you, you can see it coming like, oh, shit. But like you in an airplane, you have no expertise on flying airplanes. You can't see what the pilot is seeing. And the pilot is the pilot. You're not flying a plane. Someone else is. So, like, you don't have... If something pop off, you don't have any say over how the pilot reacts to that. Whereas if you're driving, you can. I had a... So it makes plane crashes scarier. Years ago, I used to work with this guy. He was was a weirdo. He used to research and look for the the voice... the, uh, The pilot voices of plane crashes right before they crash. Okay, like the black weird. box and shit to hear the, the fucking dude. I I listened to a few of those. That was the, I didn't want to fly for years after that. Dog. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much what it is. Like we're going down, blah blah blah, and, just, and then it just goes blank and shit. Like man, that's the most craziest shit I've ever heard. Dog, I never listen to that shit ever again. It's like the chances of dying in a plane crash are so so small. But it's so scary. But every time you put, every you time you no, get in a plane, you're putting yourself in like someone like, else's hands who you can't see and you don't know how and you don't know like what they're I, doing. And then and, in May, you know, I'm going to Ireland. That's like a eight nine hour flight, and it's like, oh my god, like that's so long over water, dude. And it's mm-hmm. just like, what the f- like? I just want to be on drugs to be sleep. Like some shit pop off. I just want to be already fucking sleep so I can just be done. But you know what? That is fucking sad as fuck. And let's move on. So we have uh, um, well, we didn't we didn't address anything he said. <laughs> oh, um, I I don't know how I, I feel like it's weird to not say weird. Let me let me take that back. I feel like I could still be a Prince fan and be a Mike a Michael Jackson fan. I don't understand why you have to pick one. Like you don't, was, but like I feel like that's like the nature of humanity. It's like people just. You're just one or the other. Like it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's one of those things where it's like you are you're a fan of one or the other, and it seems like people select one and are kind of like indifferent or possibly negative to the other. And I, I don't really know why that is, but I, why you know, I don't, it's Mo- weird. Mojo uh, used to do the the artists versus each other, so you have like a like Mike and Prince was usually a, a famous one or. Or Mike or Prince or or Stevie against one of each other or Isaac Hayes and all that shit. And they had people. You were listening to Mojo when he was doing those? No. I think it was Mojo. I listen to Mojo in the morning fairly often. It may have been Mojo. I that. may just be making that up. Making him up as doing it. But it would be on 92.3 and they had do the verses and stuff. So it'd be, Oh, that's a different station. Oh, okay. So maybe not Mojo. Um but they would do the different ones, so it would be like a Isaac Hayes versus Stevie Wonder or some shit or whatever. And you have people calling in, giving their votes and shit on who they like and all that shit. So, But, yeah, but he was, like, really, like, really against Prince. Like, what did Prince do to you, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> goddamn, Baylor. Shit. So the reason that this was brought up 
was because I, um, in um, talking about the various types of people, I couldn't remember however many weeks ago that was, we'll say three, I couldn't remember my point. I kept saying like, yo, I had a point I wanted to make. I had a point I wanted to make and I couldn't remember it. And then I had it and then you said something and then I lost it again. And I was like, I can't figure it out. So let's just end it. And then after we stopped recording, I remember what it was and I wrote it down and now I remember it. So the whole reason I brought up Michael Jackson versus Prince or you're a Beatles versus Rolling Stones person or whatever the reason I brought that up was because I feel like there are people who are basically like Malcolm X people or Martin Luther King people. Okay. Yeah. That was the whole point. And, and I'm sure there's probably somebody listening like, Oh yeah, I get it now. And the reason for that is because I feel like in this current climate with like, um, how race race relations are in this country and, um, the, excuse me, the dynamic of, how you respond to it is is playing a very important role in how people consume and react to to news. And for me, I look at specifically we're talking about um, like race relations in the sense of like uh, like let's say cops killing black dudes, right? You have people who are like I. I, I I saw or heard about a story where someone was a black guy was wronged in some way by uh police or whoever, whoever the fuck. Right. And he got wronged and he ended up like, I can't, I can't remember the exact scenario, but I'll, I'll, I'll give a fake scenario. Just it's similar to the scenario I read, but I just can't remember the exact scenario. But like, say like we're talking about a black guy and say he um, gets his ass beat by the police. Right. And he's like in a hospital and he's all hemmed up and shit. And the sto- excuse me, the story that I read, the black guy was like, you know, I I I forgive the the person who beat the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And the thing that bothers me about it is that I don't understand why, as black people in this country who are uh, systematically and customarily like shit upon by um like the elite in this country or uh the politicians or the police or whatever like as black people who are systematically like shit upon by these by these various parties why we continue to kind of like kowtow to um to what they want like and what i mean by that is like if you have if you're in a situation where you were wrong by one of these parties or whatever that you're like, yeah, you know, I, I was wrong, but you know, I, I want to make sure that, you know, I, I'm, I'm being, hmm, I'm trying, I'm trying to not be insulting, but I, I guess I'm going to stop trying to do that. I mean, just, um, if, yeah, I'm going to stop trying to do that. Yeah. Like, why would I do that? That's not even who I am. Yeah. That's not even who I am. Um, why would you, in a world where this is consistently happen- happening, why would you say like, you know, we just need to get along. We just need to do better. And I forgive this person for doing this because they, they didn't understand what they were doing or, you know, they, you know, they just didn't really know. And, and, and you know, I want to, I want to build forgiveness because you can't fight hate 
you you have to fight hate with love and all this kind of bullshit. And that's bullshit to me because like you can't fight hate with love when the person who is 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 giving you the hate is not going to accept that love. So like if you if you have like a let's say a racist cop, right? And he's and he's like, you know, pull you over for some bullshit and beats the shit out of you or or shoots a family member or whatever kind of fuck shit you might have to do with shoots you, whatever. And you go, yo, I forgive him. Like, why do black people always got to be the bigger man? Like, I'm going to accept this apology and I'm going to, I'm going to pray for them or I'm going to like, like turn the other cheek type shit. When you turn that other cheek, that motherfucker's going to slap this fucking cheek that you turn to them. Like, like we consistently get shit upon shot, kill whatever thrown in jail all that kind of shit and we just take it and then you got motherfuckers out here like yo i forgive this person or i understand or i accept it and to me the distinction between my my point in making the malcolm versus martin distinction is that malcolm has the i'm sorry martin has the the distinction of being like the loving person like let's do better let's like try to you know be together and be forgiving and we got to fight hate with love. And Malcolm is kind of like, yo, these motherfuckers is wild. Like, we need to fight back. And in this day and age, like, with all the shit that we've had to deal with, like, to, in my opinion, fighting back is the only option. Like, and so I'm a Malcolm guy. Like, I feel like we need to put our foot down and stop getting, like, trampled by fucking, uh, like, racism or injustice and all that kind of shit and stop being like oh we need to work together and we need to love each other when the the party that you're speaking toward has no interest in that they just want to fucking beat you down until you don't fight back anymore so having that attitude is just gonna keep getting you slapped and keep getting you you know murdered or jailed or any any of that kind of shit and my my point was that like i think that the Malcolm ideology right now is detrimental to our cause because if we continue to be um, persecuted and disrespected and all we do is say, I forgive you and turn the other cheek, we're going to keep getting disrespected and keep getting stepped upon. And we need to, we need to be more Malcolmish and be like, you know what? Fuck that. We're not going to take that anymore and we're going to fight back. And, that's what made me bring the analogy of Malcolm versus Martin when we're talking about Prince versus Michael Jackson or Elvis versus whoever or the Beatles versus Rolling Stones or the Monkees or whoever the fuck. Like, you got people who are defined in one in one set. Like, I'm a this person or I'm a that person. And right now, we got a lot of black folks who are either Malcolm people or Martin people. And I feel like the Malcolm people are hurting our cause because you can't say like I'm going to be forgiving and accepting and try to try to like build this uh, rapport and this relationship with people who keep smacking the shit out of me and be like yo I forgive you like I I understand that and I just want us to reach another you know reach an understanding and then you turn that other cheek and that motherfucker gonna slap your other motherfucker cheek you know what I'm saying so like I, I think that we need to be more we need to be more Malcolm and it's it's so it's so interesting to me, man, because like I I spent a lot of my time being and I talked about this on Delvin's podcast, a lot of my time being kind of like uh 
unaware not not unaware I, I i don't i don't consider myself to ever be unaware but like almost like ignorant to how things were really going on and i think that's not so much an indictment on me but more of like uh people not being as free with their hatred and shit as they are right now. And like, I feel like we need to like, stop. Like, why are we trying to make amends with the people who are persecuting us? That's, that's it right there. Period. Like, why are you trying to like extend the olive branch or the handshake? Like, Hey, we need to get along. And that person is like, fuck you slap your hand. I'm going to fucking, you know, shoot you or do whatever the fuck. Like, that it's not being accepted right now. I mean, even if even if you have a a situation where you know you're extend, extending an olive branch to someone who has wronged you, and they don't slap your hand, they say "cool, thank you for forgiving." I don't understand why they're why are they worth that forgiveness? Like even to a point where they accept and it's just you know hunky dory, you become fucking best friends or some shit or whatever the fuck. I don't understand why they're worth that forgiveness to the point where you want to be cool with that person. Like, I don't want to be cool with people that's been the f- fuck y'all. No, you can't be like, hey, um, you slapped me in my right cheek, but I forgive you. Here's my left cheek. You're going to get slapped on that motherfucking left cheek, dog. Like, like don't, don't be out here thinking that that's not going to happen. You've wronged and me I, already, and... It's my fault if I accept you back and you do it again. It's totally my fault. Yeah, to me that's like, and when I say I'm, I'm gonna say that's ignorant. And when I say ignorant, I don't like I don't mean that in a in a sense of like you're being stupid or you're being dumb. Like I mean I I do kind of feel that way. But when I say ignorant, that's not what I mean. My what I mean by ignorant, I mean it in the traditional sense of the word. Like you lack the knowledge. And I feel like if you're somebody who can observe what's happening in this country and feel like you can uh, turn the other cheek and spread love and think that these people who are behaving in this manner are going to be like somehow like change their viewpoint. You're being, you're being naive. Like that's not, that's not how this country is working right now. And I think that a lot of these oppressors, these, these police or these politicians or, the random racist that you might see on world star or any kind of viral video. These people aren't going to look at that and be like, yo, I treated this person like shit. I called him a nigger on fucking world star. And he was really kind to me in response. And like, now I feel like maybe I was wrong. Like that's not going to fucking happen. Like what world are you living in? Like, that's not how it is. I like, mean, my, I people guess, need to be, I'm sorry. L- l- let me finish this yeah, point real quick. Like, People aren't going to be receptive to the idea of, um, hey, I, I, I see how you wronged me and I, I still love you or I still respect you and I want you to feel my viewpoint and I want you to respect me. Like, that's, that's not the world we live in. And that, to me, is, is detrimental to getting equal rights. Like, like, if you look at, like, the Jim Crow era and, like, all that civil rights shit, nobody was out here like, let's let's – extend an olive branch and hope that the racist people take it. It was like, they're not going to take it. So we got to take it. We got to take this shit into our own hands. And that's how we need to be right now. We need to be like, you know what? They're not, they're not fucking with us. So we got to put our foot down and be like, yo, this is it. Like, we're not going to take this shit no more. And to me, that's the Malcolm viewpoint. Like we ain't going to take this shit no more. And I feel like the Malcolm viewpoint is like, I'm sorry. 
the Martin viewpoint is let's like spread love and try to try to see eye to eye. And I don't feel like people are about that life right now. And I feel like that's going to that's going to keep getting us slapped when we don't want to get slapped no more. We want to make sure that the slap stop happening. And if you just, you if you just extend another cheek, you're just going to welcome yourself to another slap. And I don't understand how given everything that's happened over the course of the past. I don't know how long since I don't know why. I, I'm, I guess it makes sense why. But ever since like Trayvon. It's been like that. That's not the world we live in no more. So if you have if you are somebody who who has been an adult during the time since Trayvon and you still feel like um, extending the olive branch is some sort of solution, you're being purposely obtuse. Like that's not, that's not how, that's not how we're living right now. And I think that what I said on Delvin's podcast and what I say almost daily at this point is that people with, garbage ass fuck shit opinions and 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 viewpoints need to be held accountable not oh i see that and i understand that but let's talk about it they're not here to talk about it they're not here to 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 reach the like you know i'm a racist piece of shit but let me hear what you have to say so i can maybe maybe it'll change my viewpoint that's not happening and as long as we keep trying to to uh turn the other cheek or extensive sort of olive branch we're going to keep getting slapped we're going to keep getting that olive branch slapped out of our hand and we're going to keep getting killed we're going to keep getting uh uh mistreated and all that other kind of shit like that's going to keep happening so i'm a i'm a firm like malcolm guy like we need to put our foot down and say no more enough of that we're not taking this and i can't get with the whole forgiveness shit like whatever story it was i read like who whatever this dude was he got fucked up like he got completely mistreated he's like yo i forgive the people who did this man fuck out of here with forgive the people who did this because like if you look at like the bible or whatever they they preach forgiveness and all this kind of shit but in actuality in the actual day-to-day life that we live as black people saying like i forgive this person Ain't gonna change shit. That's gonna keep getting us fucked up, and we need to stop saying no. We need to start saying no more. And I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of this whole like forgiveness shit. Like we need to stop uh, trying to find common ground with people who have no interest in having common ground. So, yeah, that was my whole point from dating weeks back, <laughs> talking about uh, the various types of people by. Comparison was Malcolm versus Martin people. So, in in the rant, I still don't have anything to play Delvin's. Uh, but Delvin's I haven't heard back from you. So if we not, we just we we'll, we we'll come back on it, you know, next week or whatever. So yeah, who we'll else see. you got? Was that? Now, who else? Uh, we have um, we have two from Jeff. So I'll get Jeff shit popping and. Who knows? Maybe they're going to get back to us in time. What? Fuck that bullshit. I'm sitting here listening to the podcast right now, and I pause that shit. Because, Mike, you a bold-faced lie. Nigga, how you going to say you'll never edit nothing out of the podcast? You leave everything in there. 
Okay, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know what that was. He said, I don't never edit nothing out the podcast, and I don't. I don't, I don't know. It says no. The topic says no edits. Really, my dude? I, I don't know. I, should I play that again? Did you hear what he said? Uh, he was. I sound like he was like ready to. He was like he was trying to record, and he was talking to somebody else about recording. That's but what then, I thought, but then like he said something about me editing. Just play the next one. Oh, shit. I'm sitting here listening to podcasts right now, and I pause that shit because Mike, you a bold face lie. Nigga, how you gonna say you don't never edit nothing out of the podcast? You leave everything in there. He said it's a whole episode missing. I don't know what he's talking about. But I definitely don't edit nothing off the podcast. Like, I ain't edited shit ever. Because <laughs> I, I don't have time. I don't have the patience. And I do not care. Like, the, mo- the absolute most we will do is pause it while we piss. Which is going to happen. Spoiler alert. Very soon. Because <laughs> right. it's coming. Okay, so it's a couple days later. Um, I finished the episode. Listen, uh, Mike, I'm sorry. That was rude. <laughs> I was in Myers. Sometimes people make me cranky in Myers. Uh, I can't even use that type of language right now because, as you can see, my little girl is in the back watching Meet the Robinson. She is. Um, She's adorable, by the way. First of all, I do want to yeah, say I was completely joking. I do know that if for some reason there was an episode missing, it would be for a very, very good reason. And I do also know that y'all don't edit episodes, because I've been on two of them. Was he wasted <laughs> on the other one? One that everybody knows about. <laughs> the other one forgot to get uploaded, but that does not count. That's not even what I was referencing the other day. Um, so, I do have a question about your Trump statement, though. Because my the thing that I always hear when people... It, maybe not so much so-called supported Trump, but voted for him. It was one because it was it was mainly the lesser of two evils argument, um, and because of the things that they feared that Hillary would impose if she was put in office. These people still say that they don't at all agree with virtually anything that Trump says. But it was things that they felt Hillary were capable of or wanted to do that were worse. I'm not a political person, so I don't do a whole lot of background stuff. Um, but what's what's your take on those people? So it's not so much that they feel that there are certain points about what he does that they agree with, but it's that they so staunchly oppose Hillary that they voted for him, but they didn't want to throw their vote away. I was a throwaway person. I voted third party, whatever. But that's that's my question on that. And then you had mentioned the sports stuff. Um, it's not, I can say this, speaking from actual experience, having worked in a company that sold sports memorabilia, everything from generic to high-end autographs of pro athletes, college athletes, present athletes, past athletes. Um, It's not so much that Pistons get the short end and it doesn't really have to do anything with race. It's just that basketball fans as a whole don't pay money for memorabilia. It's not something that 
there's no market for it. Um, again, I sold sports memorabilia to stores, store owners, websites, collectors. There's no market in it for basketball. The rank pretty much goes um, hockey, then baseball, then football, then basketball, as far as, like, what people, what fans will spend money. Um, hockey fans will buy anything hockey-related for their team. Autograph, not autograph, apparel, wall art, uh, trinkets, doodads, whatever. Baseball, sort of, but they're mostly into specific player, whoever their favorite is and whoever the hot dude is at that time. Football, almost completely only about the player and mostly like autograph stuff or like the all-star people. And then basketball, you just got to be, a, it's like only the diehard fans buy basketball stuff. Um, it's a little different for college because college athletes, they usually focus on basketball a little bit more, at least in Michigan, because we got decent basketball people. But um, as far as the pros go, it's not, it's really, again, from from selling the licensed merchandise for the Pistons and the Lions and the Tigers and the Wings and MSU and U of M and even like Western and Central and stuff and then all different players across every team that we have and then even going into teams of other states. No, no, no. <laughs> for real? You're welcome. It's going to be funny. Um... There's no market. This really, there really isn't. Only the diehard fans buy um, basketball memorabilia, unless the team wins the championship. And even then, it's sketchy. I, I have, I had salesmen in um, Ohio when they won a few years ago, or India, wherever the hell, and still like. You to if it had been the wings, I'd have sold five times as much if the wings won the Stanley Cup that year. And I, and in fact, I sold at least three times as much for the Blackhawks than I did for the Cavaliers when they won like consecutively. So it's just, it's not, it's not. I, you know, I'd ride with you if it was like a race thing or whatever. But it really, I thought it was at first too when I first started working there. And I used to always make sure if I had to make something that had, like, all four teams, I would always put Isaiah Thomas first. <laughs> but sure. it's it's just the, the basketball fans don't spend like that. They just don't. Um, other than that, look forward to the next episode. And uh, I hope you didn't cuss me out too bad on that first one. But I took the time to record it, so I take the backlash. So I holla. Peace. <laughs> Well, I mean, he can skate because I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about in that other one anyway. So, uh, yeah, so cool. That was a mistake. Um, let's hit pause real quick because uh, I need a piss break. Uh, we had our our technical difficulties that took up a lot of time. So now the, the piss situation has accumulated. So uh, let's hit pause on that. And then we can talk about uh, the Hillary Trump thing that he talked about. Cool. And we're back. Yeah, so um, I don't really have much to say about his assessment of uh, sports teams and shit like that. I mean, 
that was informative. Like I've always looked at it as like a a race thing. And if he worked in those places and he says it's not a race thing, I'll take him on his word. Makes sense to me. Um, I I just I get it. I just I don't know. I feel a way about going to places and not seeing no pissing shit. It just irks me. But um, as far as like Trump versus Hillary, man, like I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. I do kind of want to talk about political shit in a little bit, but um. I think that there was a big uh, Hillary's going to be shitty, Trump is going to be shitty, and we just got to make a decision between the two. But he's not like, like, I think now that he's in office, we understand that his, <laughs> his performance in office is. <laughs> Could not be like like it's not even comparable at this point. Like Hillary would not be anywhere near as bad as him. So I think that a lot of people are probably coming to grips with that right now, and are probably wishing that they had voted for Hillary when they didn't. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't a great situation, and it felt, I guess, equally bad at the time. But now, in retrospect, it's like, yo, what the fuck were we thinking that we were deciding between? I mean, we were deciding between two bad candidates, per se, but the disparity between the two, like, it's huge. Like, there's no way. Like, Hillary would not have been anywhere near um, how Trump has been. So I think a lot of people are probably second-guessing that opinion, but um, I'm glad she's not running again because I wouldn't want to have to deal with that same same decision again. But um, she... She obviously, I think it's everybody would agree that she's not anywhere near as bad as he. She would not have been as bad as he is. So, um, yeah, it 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 is what it is, man. It it was it was a bad call to think that we were dealing with two equally bad candidates. We weren't. This is one way worse. So, um, let's see. So I wanted to we we've. We've been recording kind of long, and uh, we had technical difficulties, so I'm not going to hit on everything that I want to hit on. But I did want to talk about, um, and I don't have this in my notes. I, I, I wanted to talk about this whole college scandal thing, but um, I want to talk about that. A l- I, that's not that important to me right now. I did want to talk about, so a few weeks ago, you asked me what I thought about the uh presidential candidates right and I was like yeah I don't really I, you know I, I felt like we didn't have too many people in the race well we had a lot but not not the total of what it would look like and I was like yeah I want to wait until we hit like debates before I actually make a call and, and I still stand by that but I feel like right now we're at the point where the nominees are gonna wind down uh, Beto O'Rourke came out as a nominee either today or yesterday. I don't know. My days run together. And Joe Biden is going to come out as a potential nominee in the near future. And I think at that point, it's probably going to be done. So I think we have pretty much our our total group of nominees that we're going to have. So I do kind of have thoughts. But... Um, I want Otis to wake up, so I want to see what. <laughs> I can't tell if you sleep or not. Oh like, no, my bad. Yeah. Okay, so um, I kind of want to talk a little bit as our last topic about 
um, some of the presidential candidates that we have on the board right now on the Democratic Party. Um, I I was I said before when we talked about it that I didn't really know who I was going to come out, so I kind of wanted to chill. Right now, at the time that we had that discussion, um, I don't even think like Bernie Sanders hadn't come out as a nominee yet, and. Bernie Bernie coming out kind of changed the game a little bit because he has a very 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 passionate and strong fan base so that changed changed the game a little bit but um so do you have any thoughts on anything that you've heard or seen before I kind of well it's funny I I've seen so as of late but Biden hasn't come out right not yet but he will he will yeah but it seemed like there. I haven't seen one, one Democratic uh, person that has come out and has gotten like the full okay from a lot of people. Like it seemed like everyone that's come out has had some some scrutiny. Like I, I haven't been doing my homework to figure out exactly why um, people are not really fond of Biden. So I'm not totally sure. Uh, I seen the uh, homeboy. Was it? What's his name? Bet, Beto. Oh, Beto O'Rourke. Beto yeah. And so he, he's probably the only person I've seen that that got some decent like reactions and shit as of late. Though, other than that, everybody else, you know, I haven't he- heard nothing about Kamala Harris lately. Um, I heard she had a she had a rally recently. They had twenty two thousand people show up. Are you serious? That's a state. That's more. That's more people than the palace could hold. I think the palace could hold like twenty one thousand something. So imagine selling out the palace for a political rally. That's what she had. Well, I, just, I heard a lot. I and I haven't heard a lot lately though. So my my news could just be old shit. But I, this was I recent. Heard, I heard. Well, no, yeah, I understand that, but. Like, I just heard that Oakland wasn't really fucking with her like that. Just yeah. because of her past, you know, dealing with, um, was she, was she a prosecutor? Mm-hmm. Like um, a DA. A DA. Her past dealings with that. So I've kind of been, you know, uh, out of the loop. I haven't really done my research uh, as of as of late. So all I've known is, all I do know is that, you know, Better Work has been, has the most positive reaction so far that I've seen. But, um, I haven't really put my put my head to start, you know, considering who would, you know, who would be the the better candidate. Uh, Is there anybody that you like? I haven't researched enough to even oh. even really do it. Um, to be honest, um, so I, I no, I haven't read much policies and no, you know, so I'm kind of, but I will start soon. Um, but I'm curious to hear your your react your your thoughts on who you who you favor. It, it's safe to hold off now because there's like way yeah. too much to yeah. to that still has yet to happen to yeah. really kind of like make make a call. But I feel like at this point the 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 group of people is probably reaching the end of where it's going to be at. So like the current group of people who are going to run for the Democratic nomination, I feel like it's probably at the end of of the multitude of people who are running. But um, my so, I don't have a a favorite candidate, and that's unusual for me. I'm not 
well, not unusual, but surprising for me because I've been a Bernie Sanders fan for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And Bernie Sanders has been preaching the same shit for decades. Like, this isn't, like, new for him. And one thing that I've thought about a lot over the course of the past couple of weeks is the fact that Bernie's uh, Bernie's um, policies and what he believes in for the entirety of the decades that he's preached the same message, he's been pretty unique. Like he's been like an outlier, like with like what people might perceive as like crazy ideas, you know, like, like he's way out there. Like, Oh, this guy's out here. And his, his thoughts right now are not as, not as crazy as they once were. And even dating back to, to Trump's run, well, Trump's run, but everybody's run in 2016, um, Bernie was still very unique. Like it was like, this is the only guy who really feels this way about the things that he, he supports. And I, like I said, I've been a big Bernie, Bernie Sanders supporter for a very, very, very long time. And, but one thing that I've noticed is that I feel like the Democratic Party is shifting toward more of a very socialist, progressive kind of movement, right? And you have uh, a guy like Bernie who has been like a champion of those kind of thoughts and ideas for a very long time. And if you felt that way or you agree with those thoughts, Bernie was, for all intents and purposes, your only option. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now with um, this influx of younger, browner, uh, more like minority based people, like uh, more uh, uh, Latin women or um, black men or young um, Muslim women or, you know, like the Democratic Party is becoming younger, it's becoming browner is becoming more uh you can't even really call them minorities at this point because it's it's largely dominated by brown female gay in, anything that's like has generally been a minority is now largely populated in the democratic party and i feel like bernie's bernie's uh stances are no longer unique to him like there's a lot of people who uh, share those same beliefs who are half his age and like I said, like browner and, you know, women or gay or anything like that. And there is one part of me who absolutely loves a lot of the things that Bernie stands for. But then there's also a part of me that looks at the makeup of the Democratic Party and and what they're moving toward versus what the Republican Party is moving toward. And I feel like we can get all of the things that Bernie embraces and that I've supported for decades at this point, we can get that in someone who's half his age and browner. And I feel like that is where we need to move. So as much as I like Bernie, 
I really like the idea of having someone who is not who shares Bernie's opinions and 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 ideologies, but is half his age and browner. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of looking at like so you look at like Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. I I feel like those two are almost kind of like black people but they're they're almost kind of like pandering toward black people like like I feel like a lot of the shit that they do is like a show to kind of like gain support from people who look like them and I don't I don't really appreciate the lack of uh genuineness that I see from them I want to see someone who shares Bernie's uh, ideologies, but is different. And I think that's kind of where we're leaning right now. So it's like, I, I like Bernie and I, I want to vote for Bernie, but if I can get Bernie's opinions in someone different, that's kind of where I want to go. And I, I do not have a candidate that I'm absolutely like, this is my person. Like right now, Bernie is my personal front runner, but if I can find someone Bernie like who's half his age and browner, I'm I'm gonna lean in that direction because that's that's kind of what I want to see going forward in politics. I'm tired of politics being uh, or politicians being old white men, and I don't want to vote for an old white man if I can get a young brown woman who feels the same way. Mm-hmm. And so with the with the nominees as it stands, um, I think that. Joe Biden, whenever he officially says that he's running, Joe Biden's going to have a lot of problems. Um, He had a lot of support from black folks who fuck with Barack and was like, yo, this is like Joe Biden was like his guy. And, you know, they called him Uncle Joe for a long Mm -hmm. time. And like he endeared himself to black people by being aligned with Barack Obama. But like if he actually when he actually becomes an official nominee, a lot of his prior votes and a lot of things that he he has said in the past, I think are going to hurt him. So, I almost look at him as someone who might siphon votes who s- siphon votes for people who, uh, who 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 deserve those votes in favor of someone who is just like name recognition kind of. So I'm 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 indifferent toward toward Joe Biden. Um, I like, I can't say I like Beto O'Rourke because I don't really know him that well. And then when we were on Delvin's podcast, we were on with, like like we mentioned earlier, two white dudes from Texas. And I asked them, I was like, how did you feel about the Beto O'Rourke and, and Ted Cruz run that they that they had going on? And they both said that they felt like Beto O'Rourke was somebody who was kind of like uh, just like selling an idea like he didn't seem genuine to them like he was just saying what he thought needed to be said for the purpose of getting the votes that he wanted and that's the problem that I have with Cory Booker and Kamala Harris so it's like I have a little bit of apprehension toward toward him but I have no faith that Cory Booker is going to get any any number of votes that's going to be remotely a threat yeah, she like Kamala Harris is pulling in 
huge party like parties and the parties in the sense of like groups of people, not like Democratic Republican Party, pulling in like large groups of people to her to her events and she's got a lot of support. But like again, once you really hit the campaign trail and you're like uh hitting debate stages and all that kind of shit and her record gets brought up and and uh, her her time as a prosecutor and as a DA, I'm sorry, her time as a DA yeah. and her very very uh I don't know how to word it but like she was heavy into putting niggas in jail and keeping them there. Yep. <laughs> so yep. putting that's, it that way. That's why Oakland ain't fucking with her. Ain't feeling her. Right. So like that 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 whole thing and that's the same thing that's gonna hurt Joe Biden is his uh his alignment with uh Clinton's crime bill. So it's like it like a lot of that shit as it comes to light, I think is gonna hurt those candidates. And I'm 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 more in favor of like younger, fresh faces. And it's not younger in the sense of like I have a problem with Bernie being old. I don't, but I have a problem with the idea of voting for a guy who is an old ass white man, just like everybody else in politics. When we could possibly get that same thing from somebody else who's younger and brown. So, um, I'm still waiting, but I'm kind of leaning in a way where I I, I kind of want to see what some of these kind of like 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 one-off candidates are kind of mm-hmm. talking about because like right now they might seem like like a reach for them to actually get the nomination but that's how Barack Obama was like he wasn't a serious contender until he was a serious contender mm-hmm. and i want to see like what a guy like Andrew Yang might do like so like Andrew Yang is a dude who um he has this uh this thing that he's really running on for like universal, uh, what's the, what's the shit called? Um, it's called what, UBI or something like a, yeah, it's like a universal it. income thing where yeah. like everybody, no matter your station in life gets a G a month for wherever the fuck you want to use it for. And on the surface, I look at that as like, okay, one, where's this money coming from? And two, are you trying to sell people just on free money? Like, that's not that's not what it that's not what's was popping like that's not realistic but i also want to look at it like okay is this a feasible thing like okay where is the money coming from what do you expect to happen with this money like how how is uh the way people will use it going to affect the economy like shit like that and like from what i've heard i haven't dug dug into it too much but like from what i've heard like he's getting in in fairly big market situations like on radio like he was on a breakfast club like like what it like what is he saying like i haven't listened to the interview yet i plan to but i want to see like what what is he talking about like what what is he is he really is he just saying shit that people want to hear or does he have an actual plan for it cuz that was my big thing with abdul when he was running for governor here was like he had some fairly radical ideas, but he had that shit blueprinted. Like he was like, "This is how we gonna make it happen." Mm. And I want to see what like somebody like Andrew Yang, who is uh, not really on. Did he just announce his? No, not not really. So he's but been around. He's been doing for okay, not for a long time, but like he's he's been around for a little bit. But um, I'm curious to see how once he gets on a national stage, how is he gonna how is he gonna sell his ideas? Because like. That's 
shit like that is going to get picked apart. Like, where's the money going to come from? How is it going to affect the economy? That kind of shit. And I want to hear him talk about it. I want to hear him not just go like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to give y'all a bunch of money. Yeah, fuck with me, fuck with me. And, like, I want to see, like, how that shit really is supposed to work in the real world. Like, where's this money going to come from and how it's going to affect everybody? So, like, I'm still kind of waiting to, like, have a real... I guess opinion or or a a backing toward a candidate, and I'm still not going to do anything like that until the debates because like the the debates to me are huge. Like, and Andrew Yang is has apparently garnered enough unique donations that he can be in the debates, which is already a great start. But the the debates to me are my main source of of kind of like coming to a decision because I like to see how. Not just like how people state uh, their their potential legislation legislation things like like this is what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it, but also just how they carry themselves and how they uh, react to someone else's attacks, how or if they give attacks themselves. Like I I, I like to play that kind of shit, and and Barack Obama was somebody who was like beast mode on debates and I kind of want to see that shit but um right now I'm kind of sitting in a space where I'm I don't really trust a couple uh, a few of the candidates and I don't really and then there are other candidates who I feel like might siphon votes from more viable candidates and I'm just kind of waiting to see how it plays out but um I'm I'm in a space right now where I know that I want someone who holds Bernie's ideals, but is younger and browner. So, I mean, and I will have no qualms whatsoever about voting for Bernie Sanders at all. And I feel like if he gets the nomination, he can win. So that's great. But I just don't want him to die. (laughs) I mean, he, I mean, he, he, he will be potentially, he could be the oldest president that we've had. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, look at Trump, man. That motherfucker is, like, ghastly, log. This motherfucker just will not die. At, yeah. It's like the Dems are scared to even fucking impeach him. It's just fucking retarded, dog. But, yeah, I the short answer that, I, like I said before, I haven't done my picks. I've, I haven't done enough research. Um, but I feel like it's going to be, like, 18 more before 2020 comes up as far as new people wanting to throw their hat in the race and shit, so... Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up is um, last Saturday on, on Saturday Night Live, Pete Davidson made a joke about um, he was saying that if you basically like supporting the Catholic Church is the same thing as supporting R. Kelly. Excuse me. And it, it did not go over well. <laughs> and it's like he always had a one that's controversial. Yo, have. Every week because he don't do shit else. He don't be in sketches no more. Nothing like that. He comes on the the little weekend update bit and he'll come on and do his like five minute segment on weekend update and that's it. And he went on there and he he, he said like isn't isn't supporting the Catholic Church the same as supporting R. Kelly? And like the crowd kind of was like they like winced like mm, like like you know it didn't go over well. 
and then it didn't go over well in in the media the next day. Even the people was like, "We don't want this kind of smoke." <laughs> <laughs> we don't and, know if we should laugh or not. And, and and my thought was, why is that not is that not facts? Like if you if you support if you support either one of those parties, you support somebody who fucks kids. I don't like like as 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 grim as that might sound. And it's like, oh, religion and R. Kelly, like, how can you put those two in the same boat? Because they both fuck kids. That's why. Yeah. Like, don't, don't be out here like, like, this is like the cap, Catholics were all like, how dare he? Like, don't be on your high horse like your priest don't be fucking kids. Like, that's been, that's been around forever, dog. Like, for a long ass time. Catholic priests been fucking little boys, and they and they don't be don't be out here acting brand new, and they're still going to jail. They're still getting caught going to prison. They're still fucking doing it. Yeah, man, it was a dude. They said the motherfucker was like seventy something years old, dog. And he got sentenced to like it wasn't like a crazy long term, but like you know, so like six or seven years, bitch. something like that. But enough for your ass to die in that bitch, like and they're like how, oh how dare he compare the two. Because it's it, it's a apt ass comparison, dog. That shit is apt as fuck. Like, like they've been fucking boys for a long ass time, and covering it up and having to deal with it. The Pope has come out like, "Yo, we out here wild fucking these boys. Like, you need to chill out." <laughs> like, like, if the Pope is out here like, "Yo, we need to quit." Like, our priest need to keep fucking boys. Like, I mean, quit fucking boys. Like, like take heed if he's saying, "Yeah." It. <laughs> like, that's a real shit. How can you be offended by that? Like that shit ain't make believe. That shit is fully fucking known. Like I don't, I, I, I don't understand religion, dog. And I definitely don't understand Catholicism. Like, how can you rock with Catholicism when they out here just like beast mode, fucking little boys, dog? Like, like I don't even know. I don't even. Man. I guess Catholicism is not one I really follow much or know much about. All you need to know is that they fucking eat wafers and drink wine at church. They have mass and they fuck boys. There's a <laughs> That's fucking pretty much retarded, it. <laughs> Straight fucking retarded. Yeah, I don't I don't get that shit, man. Like, why did he get smoked for that, dog? Like, man, he he just stated facts, man. Like if you that, don't like that, what Pete Davidson said, tell your priest to quit fucking boys. That, like, you know, like Pete Davidson <laughs> be black it. and shit, dog. Like mm-hmm. he catching what black folks do when he catch it for and shit. When we start fucking about people's Catholic preachers and shit, they 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 get real. I don't understand, man. I don't understand how how people can be religious. Like, period. Like, just stop. Like, in there. I don't understand how people can be religious. Because, like, a lot of, like, religious shit is so fucking hypocritical, dog. Like, you be having people, like, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. And then they do, that, like, in their own personal lives, they do the exact opposite. Like, you look at, like, uh, politicians, right? Because, like, part of being a politician is uh, having this like wholesome nature. So it's like you got your your president always gotta have like a family. Like you can't be a single president. Like you can't. Mm. You gotta have a wife, you gotta have kids, you gotta have a dog, all that kind of shit. And you gotta be built up as like a wholesome person. And then you get Republicans who are like, Yeah, you know, I don't like you know, like we need to stop having like gay marriages and we gotta stop having this and we gotta stop having that. And then, like, the same person who will be like, gay marriages got to chill out. Like, we can't have that. Well, the next week we'll have a scandal where they was, like, sucking dick in a Minnesota airport. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, like they ain't the problem. Like, like, how do you? 
I don't understand how you can fix your mouth to say <laughs> fix your mouth. How you can fix your mouth to say <laughs> that you some anti-gay shit, and then at the same time you got dick in your mouth. Like, like how does that work? That was a great pun, by the way. Yeah, that that was totally unintentional. But like, yeah, how can you fix your mouth to slander gay people when you out here sucking dick in airports? Like. I, I yeah I don't know and and the, and and then think that the, that no one's gonna know. You're a fucking politician. It's not like if it was me like and I was like you know what on this podcast like you know what man fuck these gay people dog these gay people out here they trash dog like that's that's a choice like they out here being gay on purpose and that shit's fucked up and then I go off and like suck dick in the bathroom ain't nobody gonna know about that shit more than likely like. A handful of people might find out, but it's not like all of a sudden it's everywhere. Right. If you're a politician, that shit going to pop off, dog. I don't know why they think that they can do that and no one's going to find out. It happens all the time to the point where, like, if I see a politician come out and be very, very anti-gay and super, super homophobic, I'm like, well, this motherfucker's definitely sucking dick somewhere. <laughs> like, And it happens every time. And it's always in an airport, and I don't know why. Like what? Like what is so special about airport bathrooms that they uh, that they tempt politicians to fucking them? Like I don't I don't know what it is. Like are they like they got like fucking daisies wallpaper on the fucking stalls? Like uh, like what brings out the dick sucking in you that you that you got to pop it off in the airport? But yeah, man, like it's it's crazy. Like and I I just want to make sure that like a lot of these these politicians are held accountable for that shit, man. Like I'm, I'm big on accountability and they need to like, just stop. Like, don't say nothing. Like if you, if you a bisexual or a gay politician and that's how you get down, that's cool. That's perfectly cool. Uh, like suck all the dicks. Like it's all good. Suck them. Be good. You, you straight. Well, not literally, but what? like you good. <laughs> like, but why do you have to go the extra mile and be like, yo, fuck these gay people, dog. We need to stop this gay shit. Like, like, don't be out here sucking dick talking about so fuck this gay shit. Now, now everybody look at the Republican Party as motherfuckers who is like closeted gays who are also homophobic and like, just be real, man. I feel like, I feel like a a real ass politician who was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gay. You know, it is what it is. I got my husband and we adopted this kid and we live a wholesome ass life. We, we, we have blueberry pancakes in the morning and. Then we go out and we we hoop and uh you know and then we, we go to hoop. church and and then we and then we go home and we fuck like, like like I feel like that shit would be way more respected for the realness like okay yeah I fuck with, I would fuck with a politician who did that who was like yeah yo I got my husband and we out here we out here fucking and we we eat these blueberry pancakes and we adopt I don't know why I said blueberry pancakes so that's that's like mad specific but uh I'd be I would be down with that like yo. This, this person real as hell. Like, at least they honest. But, like, these politicians who are out here, like, you know, fuck these transsexual people. <laughs> and then out here, like, sucking, like, transsexual dick in the fucking Denver airport bathroom. Like, you just disgracing yourself. Fucking you just terrible. honest about it, it wouldn't be a problem. But, yeah, man, it's, yeah, it's been fun watching the build up to the to the elections, man. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious, you know, the how how much more come out with the candidates and like I say, um a little early for me, but I'm going to do it's my early research for me too. and uh we'll see. 
I don't think it's I don't think it's an indictment on you or anyone else to to kind of be like, yeah, I don't really know. No, it's just so many people right now, dude. Yeah, so, yeah, and that's you know, fair. Some, yeah, that, and I'm yeah. I'm in that same spot. I'm like, it's a lot of people. Like, we'll see how it plays out. I'm waiting for the field to narrow. I'm waiting for the debates, and we'll see how it plays out. You know, I just I just want to see how people handle themselves in the debates. How once once you really really get into it, and your skeletons get dug up. How how people respond to that, and not people and people as like the electorate, and then people as in like the the politicians themselves. Like, how are you going to respond to questionable decisions that you made in votes, like shit that you voted on in the past? Like, how are you going to respond to that? Because like you know, you might have had somebody who voted fifteen twenty years ago one way, and they might have a completely different outlook right now. And and that's fair, but I want to see how people respond to that, and I want to see how the 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 people respond to that. And so you know, I'm chilling, but I still have I have like big red flags for for some people. I, I, I'm I'm very skittish on on folks like Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. Like I I, I, I think hey, a lot of people are too. Shit, they really out here like. <laughs> like tap dancing for black folks like hey we out here mm-hmm. <laughs> like we we like hot sauce on our fried chicken too check us <laughs> out like nah duh. Like, like just just be real man you don't have to i hate pandering so much and i feel like them two pander like a motherfucker dog like the, those two pander to the black vote so hard and no i feel like they pander to the vote period and i feel like the little bit that I've seen of Kamala Harris doing it, like she extra do it, dog. Like Kamala Harris be like, "Yeah, uh, I'm out here and I believe in this and I believe in that," and they'll check me out now. I'm listening to Future. Like, <laughs> like man, you'll sit your ass down. Like, I'm about to vote for you. Like, the future. Don't do future that. trash anyway. Like, like don't do that. <laughs> tell me you listen to Kendrick or something. Don't tell me you listen to fucking Future. I don't know if she says she listens to Future. That's just an example, but. Yeah, don't tell me you listen to Future. That's not going to buy my vote. <laughs> like, I fucking hope and if you not. think that's going to buy my vote, then you've lost my respect. Because if if you think that's how you can get in there, then your 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 perception of of, of voters is poor to me. Like I I want to get the people the people who listen to Future ain't about to vote. The people who listen to Future are fucking I don't know drinking lean and shit, and they ain't worried about fucking voting. <laughs> they will not be voting. No, they're not vote. Future fans are not voting at all. It's ironic that they're fans of someone called Future, but they have no stake in the future. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's all I had, man. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, but next week I definitely want to cover, because I didn't do enough research to talk about it today, but it'll be much more news come out next week on it. So I want to talk about the college scandals. Yeah, we got to talk about that. So we'll hit that next week. Um, and that's about it. Um like we said, you know, last week we didn't record our podcast, but we was on Delvin Cox uh, podcast. So we, uh, if we haven't already, we will post a link for that uh, along with our link for this week's podcast. Um, if you want to e- email us, hit us up at uh, uh, what up though podcast at Gmail. Um, and next week too, we'll play Delvin's email because we got to figure out. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> figure out uh, what's going on with that. And so our Twitter page is at what up though podcast. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, 
and shit. So peace. <laughs> Next week and shit. Right. Yeah. All right. Peace. <laughs>